Welcome to the Autumn Miles Show with your host, Autumn Miles. Autumn is an author, speaker, wife, and mother. She's the founder and CEO of The Blush Network and the author of Appointed. Autumn's vision is to engage our culture with the bold truth of God coupled with raw faith. Now here's your host, Autumn Miles. Hey, this is Autumn with The Autumn Miles Show. How are you guys doing out there today? Love you so much, every single one of you, even though I don't know you. But I have been meeting you. I love it when you come up to me and say, hey, are you that blonde-headed girl? <laughs> Some of you don't even remember my name. But yes, I am. I love to meet you out in the community. I've been meeting you guys like crazy lately. So um, y'all are just always on my heart, praying for you. Um, I'm praying bold truth over you. I'm praying that you get courage to speak truth, to believe truth, to walk in truth, um, to read truth, get your little heinies in the word of God. Also, Raw Faith, I am praying for you that um, our show or, or anyone, anyone, not just our show, ignites in you the desire and the, the faith to step out and to move a mountain for the name of Jesus. So we love you so much here at the Autumn Mile show. It's not just me. My entire team prays for you on a regular basis. Our hearts are heavy for you. We love you. We love to hear from you. You can email us at hello at autumnmiles.com um, if you're interested in a topic, if you'd like me to talk about some, if there's a guest that you guys would like uh, to have on the show, we have that set up specifically for you. Hello at autumnmiles.com. Also, if you would like to get updates on what is going on. Um, we've got so many different things going on and we send out, you know, emails like everybody does. If you'd like to sign up for our email list, you can do that on autumnmiles.com. Follow me over on Facebook and Instagram. It's not just me. It's a team of people, but we go by autumn miles <laughs> socially right this second. We have, I, I want to get to our guest because we actually had her on last year. Her name is Lisa Kratz Thomas. She co-wrote a book that I could not put down, you guys. It was called it is called Light in Our Darkness. Um, Deception, Murder, and Unexpected Grace. It was released last year. She's going to talk a little bit uh, about that book today, but she is doing some incredible things. Um uh, that I want her to tell you about. So without further ado, welcome to the show, Lisa Kratz. Thomas, how are you? I am great, and I am so excited to talk to you again. And I just want to thank you guys for having me back and seeking me out. It's such an honor to be with you. And, you know, it's just so awesome to be able to just just talk, just yeah. with no pretenses. And that's what I love about you, Autumn. There's no pretenses. Um <laughs> And you're transparent, and the world is starving for transparency. So you go, girl. That's all I can say. Girl. So that's a good thing. It's a good thing. You, I feel like we're kindred spirits. We're buddies. Um, sh last, I, I just want to tell our listeners how awesome this woman is. Um, we had her on the show last year. I was blown away by her book. Um, and she actually spoke at Liberty University, which a lot of you guys know. I do a lot of work with them. And one, some of my team is there at Liberty. And she spoke at Convocation. And they came and they were like, do you know who Lisa Thomas is? And I was like, wait, yes. 
yes, I do know her. And I had her on the show and she's incredible. And they're like, Autumn, we have got to get her back. We have to get her back. And I'm like, do it. I love her. So back by uh, popular demand, um, you know, we're, we're having Lisa back. And you are just a powerhouse for the Lord. And um, it's amazing just to, I, w- I want to get into everything that you're doing. But before we get into that, Lisa, tell us a little bit about your background and about your story that, that I know was kind of chronicled in um, the book Light in Our Darkness. But could you, could you just tell for our listeners who might not have caught the show last year um, a little bit about you? I will. And, um, you know, it's kind of one of those things where you can, there's so much I could say, but I, I, I'll give you the basics. I was lost, <laughs> and now I'm found. Amen. Um, so it kind of went like this. You know, I, I grew up in a middle-class family. I was raised in a very traditional religion. I knew there was a guy, but I didn't think he liked me very much. And from a very early age, I felt like there was something wrong with me. And, and you see, this is what Satan does. The battlefield isn't out there. It's not what's happening in Washington. It's not what's happening in, in the ghettos or in the byways or the highways. It's what happens in our minds. Mm. And that's where that whole battlefield truly is. And so Satan started at a very young age to shoot me with darts of skepticism about myself. You're no good. You're a bad girl. And, and you know, then he played on that and built on that. And so... Um, and that's actually chronicled in, in the book very specifically. And it, 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 what happens is, you know, if he can get you to, to believe that there's something wrong with you, then yeah. you separate yourself out. Yeah. And so, um, and that's what I did. So the thing is, when you feel like there's something wrong with you, when things aren't um, okay inside, you're going to be looking for something on the outside to fix those things that are on the inside. Mm. And, you know, if there's any moms listening, for all you moms that spend your time investing in your children to let them know they are loved, to let them know that there is a God that loves them, to teach them Bible verses, to pray at dinner, to do all the things that you probably just feel aren't going to work and that make no difference at all, I'm here to tell you it makes all the difference in the world. Because for me, I really just felt unloved, and I felt like there was something wrong with me. Hmm. So when I had the first opportunity, when I was 13 years old, to escape from those feelings, I did. And that was by, by you know, uh, I started drinking at age 13. And um, I can tell you, when I turned the lid of that Boone's Farm Strawberry Hill, and I downed that bottle and that liquor, that wine, if you want to call it wine, but when that alcohol <laughs> hit my system, literally, I felt like I was all right with the world. Wow. I felt like there was nothing wrong with me. And so that feeling, that feeling of escape, that became my coping mechanism. And that is what I, that, that's what I, I searched for and I, I chased for 15 years. Mm. And so it led me into um, drugs. Uh, I I was addicted to crack for uh, a good 12 years. And uh, it led me into prostitution to support my drug habit. Um, You know, it's so funny because I can remember I was homeless and uh, I was living with my, well, I was hanging with my boyfriend who later turned pimp. And we were laying in the park in Lafayette Square. And Lafayette Square, for those who aren't familiar with Washington, D.C., is directly across the street from the White House. Hmm. 
And here it is. It's a whole park full of homeless addicts and mentally ill people in the shadow of the most pristine and, and uh, influential building in the world. Mm. Uh, such a dichotomy, you know? Yes. Um, yeah. So um, I, I was in and out of rehabs. I was in and out of the psych ward. Um, I landed myself in, in, in behind bars for a year. <clears throat> and um, when I got out of there, I realized I had to do something. That's why anybody that has people in, in prison or in jail, you know what? You might want to thank God for that because it might be him saving their life. Wow. And it may not be the end, but it could be the beginning of the beginning of the beginning of the end. Wow. Um, you know, and for me it was. Mm. And so um, I got out of, out of, uh, out of jail and uh, really wanted to turn my life around. And by that time, I had been addicted to drugs and alcohol for a good 15 years. Um, I got involved in 12-step and... Uh, I that led me to uh, to Jesus, and I was saved, and I was redeemed, and my life uh, just started to to blossom. Mm-hmm. Uh, I met my husband, and things just just started to change. But you know, there was one thing I hadn't dealt with, and that was my abortion, mm-hmm. and um, that was a long, painful road. But I'm here to tell you that um, God is faithful. And he's healed me of those things, and he's allowed me to use that healing to help other women. Mm. So, you know, I know that's a lot in a nutshell, but mm. I, it, it, as toward as my past was and tumultuous as it was, it's important that people know it, but it's also important for people to know that that was a smaller part of my life than what he's been able to do with that. Mm. So. That's that's my background in a nutshell. I love it. I love I'm so grateful for people like you. Um, I'm so grateful for people that are being very bold, very open about, you know, prostitution, drug addiction, um, incarceration, you know, those things. And now um, you are you flipped it. You have flipped your life and you are literally using some of those things to y'all that are listening. She is changing the world and she's going to tell us about about how she's doing that. Lisa, you they can they can reach you at Lisa Kratz Thomas dot com. Right. That's correct. Okay, so if you're listening out there and you're like, man, I do have um, a, a daughter or or maybe your husband or someone in prison and, you know, reach reach out to her, get some resources that she offers, get one of her books. She has several books um, that are for sale. I, I want to talk about um, what, what laws that you have literally helped create and help rehabilitate some of these people that, that have been incarcerated. But I want to read this. This from just the information that I have. It says appointed member of Joint Senate Subcommittee studying re-entry in the state of Virginia. You were you were appointed as a Senate subcommittee, and you that this is kind of what you did. You studied how people could re-enter society in the state of Virginia. Tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, well, my tagline is from the crack house to the state house. <laughs> I love <laughs> using it. The yeah, using the adversity in my life to, to overcome those things in yours. And, you know, that's really the truth. I mean, I <clears throat> I was appointed. I uh, It's been a, quite a long time ago, though. It was 10 years ago. I started a program for women in Fredericksburg, Virginia. It was a transitional program 
for women uh, re-entering society from incarceration. And when I started, of course, everybody laughed at me and said, nobody's going to help you. Nobody's going to give you any money. You have three felony convictions. And I said, honey, listen, let me just tell you something. When God tells me to do something, God's going to make it happen. Come on. And I will die trying. That's okay? right. I will die trying. And so, you know, and the beautiful thing about that is I can't take any credit for any of this. All is a willing participant yeah. and that that somebody needs to hear that mm-hmm. you know what it, just it, just be willing and god will do the rest so mm-hmm. anyway we we built this program for women and um got we got a uh you know i worked with uh warren buffett's sister doris buffett who gave us a, a tremendous amount of money and we we were able to really make a dent in in the heart of women that were re-entering and so doing that, um, at that time, reentry was a big, you know, hot topic here in Virginia. It still is. But uh, I was asked by the Speaker of the House, who lived in the area where, where our home was, if I'd be willing to be on a subcommittee to, that studies, re, you know, reentry. And this is the funniest story I'm telling you. I'm like, sure, I'll do it. I'm one of those people. I'm like, sure, I'll do it. I had absolutely no idea on what I was doing. Done, okay. <laughs> I thought, I thought we were going to sit around the table and discuss reentry. Well, I get there, and uh, no, it's a, it's a Senate subcommittee. You sit up on the platform with your name in front of you, and I'm like, you want me to sit up there? Like they're like, yeah, you are on the subcommittee. <laughs> so, That's awesome. And it, it was. And so what I realized quickly was, first of all, I thought I was in the wrong place. Satan started his same old tricks. Mm-hmm. You're not supposed to be here. You should be on the videos that they that they're showing. You should be one of the examples. You're not qualified to be mm. here. And 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 you know, I just said, well, I may not be, but I'm going to do something while I'm here. They may not ever ask me back, but honey, while I'm here, I'm going to make a dent. Okay. <laughs> I love it. Yes. And um, and so I figured out halfway through these these hearings that the the um assistant attorney general was sitting next to me and he said to me he said you know Lisa we can submit pieces of legislation to be considered by the general assembly to become law in the state of Virginia I'm like get out of here and so and so I found somebody who wrote legislation for prisoners I took it home I sat up in bed with my highlighter and I circled the ones that I could comprehend and argue Mm. and um and so I went back, and uh, again, this is 10 years ago, uh, we submitted five pieces of legislation, and three of them were passed, and they were basically about um, visitation and uh, visitation rooms and telephone privileges and that sort of thing. And so they were passed. But here's the funniest thing about that. I was down there serving on that subcommittee, and I was a convicted felon. I hadn't even had my civil rights restored yet. I wow. couldn't even vote. This is 2007. Wow. Okay? I got the, but we changed law in the state of Virginia. Look what God can do. Wow. Just look what God can do. I love okay? it. <laughs> yeah, isn't that cool? That is and amazing. So it is. But what that did was that gave me a level of credibility that when I went out into the community, I really had something behind me. God said, you know what, Lisa, if you're willing to do this, I'm going to give you some street cred. I'm going to mm. give you, I'm going to give you some power. Mm. I'm going to get some people behind you mm. to do this. Mm. And, you know, I've been able to maintain those relationships so I can go into the facilities and, and teach about reentry. Mm. And so that's amazing. That's the, 
it's beautiful. It's, it's, it's hilarious when you think about it, you know? <laughs> it's, it's amazing, though. That's what I love. I mean, I don't know how much you remember my, my story, but I was kicked out of church, and now churches invite me to go speak there. <laughs> it's, like, it's like the craziest thing. If you are willing and surrender that past to him, he will literally flip your life around, and that is exactly what he did for you. I love it. I love hearing, <laughs> I can't take any credit for this. What? I can write legislation that turns into law. I love it because that is so our God. He is so good. I want to talk mm-hmm. about the, the three different um, aspects of your ministry, um, recovery, prison reentry, and life affirmation. And I just kind of want to you to tell our listeners, you know, a little bit about those three things, if you will. I will. And I want to preface this. You know, one of the things that the Lord told me was this, is that um, everybody has got a different ministry. Now, mm. my ministry is has always been for the law, mm. and it's always been working with the government. It's always been in this way where many people may say, well, you know, you are um, denying the gospel. No, I'm not. Jesus is big enough and bad enough and most powerful enough to make his way if he takes you someplace. Amen. So, so, so here's the thing. With the aspect of prisoner reentry, I go into um, probably anywhere from 10 to 19 facilities in the state of Virginia, and not just women. There's only three women's facilities. Mm-hmm. I go into 17 you know, facilities that are, that are men. And I teach reentry, okay? And what's that? You know, integrating back into society. Now, I don't go in through the chaplaincy. I don't go in preaching on them. But mm-hmm. I can tell you this. I ask God every single time, open up the opportunity for me to speak about you. Because this is how it works with government. You go in, and as soon as someone asks you any question about your faith, about religion, you can answer it, and you can elaborate as much as you want. And I can tell you I've been working with Department of Corrections for six years. I've been in, I've talked to thousands of of offenders behind bars. Mm. And every single time someone asks me about my faith, because this (laughs) is what I do. I talk to them. I use scripture, but they don't know it's scripture. Just like I said, they'll say, well, you know, how did you, how did you stop using drugs? I'll say, well, or, or tell me about your life. I say, well, I was blind and now I see. Mm. Oh my gosh, they'll start writing it down. They can't believe that. <laughs> they, what is that? Wow. And then somebody will say, hey, Ms. Lisa, are you a Christian? How, tell me about your faith. So I integrate my testimony into my reentry presentation. And God, the Holy Spirit is so powerful. Yes. Every single time somebody asks me about my faith. So I kind of go to those people who wouldn't go to chapel. Mm-hmm. Okay. They have to come to my seminar. They, yeah. they have to. It's mandated. Isn't that so sweet? Isn't that just so awesome? That's it's amazing. Like, you have to be here, you know? I love it. And so it is. It's so cool. So that's kind of the premise of, of how I work in my ministry, which opens up a lot of opportunities to go and speak. So, you know, that's, that's what I do as far as prisoner reentry goes. I go into the facilities. <clears throat> I wrote a book, uh, Overcoming the Obstacles of Reentry, where I share my testimony in a secular way. Um, but, you know, again, secular, how can you transform something that God's done in your life? He mm-hmm. did it. So. Yeah. So that's that's that book, and it gives it gives hints and tips on how to overcome obstacles when you reenter. For anybody in the country, it's fine. Mm. So that's my reentry piece. My recovery. I've been in twelve step recovery for twenty seven consecutive years. 
Um, I have worked with thousands of people that are trying to basically overcome the hopeless, um, you know, malady of addiction. Mm -hmm. And, you know, when we look at what what substance abuse is doing to our country right now, the opiate uh, addiction, how it is killing people. I mean, it is just, you know, and, and how really... You know, the whole thing's kind of a farce. It's like, okay, let's lock them up, put them in, in you know, behind bars, and then, then what? Well, it's the same. They come out just five years later. Time doesn't heal anything. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Yeah. It just makes you jones more for what you, what you <laughs> haven't been able to have, okay? Yeah. So that's the other aspect. I talk about reentry. I talk about how coming from the circumstances of being physically beaten, being a prostitute, being behind bars, and how that fight, for so many years, I wanted out, but I didn't know what to do. Mm. And I'm really pushing what we need. We need on-demand um, rehabilitation services for people out there that are struggling. Yeah. So that's, that's the recovery aspect. The last aspect that I talk about when I speak and what I've written about is life affirmation. It's really a pro-life um, uh, message. Uh, I call it life affirmation because you and I both know that if there's someone who's on there looking at my prisoner reentry and they see pro-life and they happen to be extremely liberal and don't believe, they believe in choice, they will shut me off completely. Yeah. So God has given me the words to be able to use that glorify him that also will pull people in that may not ever look at or listen to what, what the message is that he's given me. Do you know what I mean? Yes. So, um, and that's what our my uh, Kathy Gray and I wrote our book about is is life affirmation, um, and that's for people who women who have experienced abortion, who mm-hmm. are thinking about abortion, and for people who want to support those um, women who have made the choice to uh, for life and to save the, their baby, and. Um, I can tell you that that was the last thing I let go of in my life, and I think it was the most painful thing I let go of because I was in denial. It was obvious I had a problem with drugs and alcohol. It was obvious that I had a problem with violence mm-hmm. and, and that, you know, I was addicted to, to, to sex. But, you know, you can hide things, yeah. and abortion was one of those things I hid, and we're only as sick as our secrets, honey, and that's what kept me so entangled that is so that is so powerful if you're listening i I do want to make sure that you guys get the information lisa kratz thomas is her name she has a powerful powerful testimony she goes into prison she helps with um re-entry into society with recovery life affirmation she's written three different books light in our darkness deception murder and unexpected grace overcoming Obstacles of reentry is another one. And the other one is This Is Your Life, not a dress rehearsal. I love that. Um, <laughs> rising Above the Myths of Addiction. Um, th- this is so incredibly powerful. This abortion piece, I know I get the emails, just our ministry gets the emails about, hey, I did something unforgivable. Um, I aborted my baby. And, um, you know, that is, I know, I know that that is an incredibly private, incredibly, um, guilt ridden thing that, 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 that people have to deal with, you know, if they, if they have had an abortion, but I love this line that you say, you say, um, and, and it's kind of your mantra. We only have a couple minutes, but I want, I want you to speak on this shatter the delusion 
that some lives are considered throwaways. Um, how do you do that? And the last, I know it's a loaded question, but um, you're talking about abortion and, you know, you're very pro-life, but yet you've had to heal from, from that. Um, talk to me for the last couple of minutes that we have about that. Well, here, here's what I have to say is that all life I have experienced um, dealing with some of the most heinous criminals in, in the state. I've dealt with women who have um, done things that, is, that are so shameful and so, um, so guilt-ridden. I myself lived that life. And I know this, that God loves us all Mm. and that there's always room for change. Mm. And I want to speak to any woman who's struggling with the idea of abortion or anybody that thinks that abortion is okay. Mm. Let me tell you something. It's a baby Mm. and it deserves, it has the right to live life. Its life is no less valuable just because it's six inches out Mm. of sight Mm. than yours or mine. Mm. So I just encourage anyone to think through that, that baby could be the next Steve Jobs, that baby could be the next Abraham Lincoln, that baby could be, you know, the next Katie Stanton. We don't know, but we do know that God loves us all, period. Amen. You're listening to Lisa Kratz Thomas. You can reach her at Lisa Kratz. That's with a K, K K-R-A-T-Z, Thomas dot com reach out to her get encouraged by her get her books um lisa it is just a joy thank you so much for the honor of um being on our show today we we really really appreciate it oh thank you autumn <laughs> i just like i said i love you and thank you so much for the opportunity i appreciate that thank you so much and thank you guys for listening out there you can catch me right here tomorrow 3 30 on the autumn mile show thanks so much for listening today the autumn miles program is listener supported and your donation to keep it on the air is appreciated to make a donation visit autumnmiles.com and with a 100 donation or more you'll receive an autographed copy of autumn's book appointed your future starts now Join us next time for the Autumn Miles Show on The Word, 100.7 FM.